Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles Podcast Championship Week edition. Uh, I am Joe Polti, joined once again by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, both of our teams made it to Championship Weekend. Uh, this is exactly, for the most part, how we drew it up. Um, how ready are you for these games tomorrow? I'm pretty ready, man. I mean, I've gone through my five stages of grief, I think. Just expecting the Longhorns to get fucked out of this. I stuck yeah. around the anger stage quite a bit this week. I think I'm at yeah. acceptance now. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, some progress. Um, okay. Um, um, what's, I guess, looking into it, uh, the best case scenario for Texas is what? I think you know what it is. <laughs> Texas wins. Everybody what? else loses. Somehow. No, I, I think there's a specific game yeah, that you I know, know I need more than other games. But since we're friends here, I'm not going to really... <laughs> <laughs> not gonna really uh in my own group chats away from all you Florida fucks, I am uh <laughs> I have been secretly bashing y'all, but I would never do that to y'all's faces. That's that's yeah. that's real friendship right there, right? <laughs> yeah, you're secretly uh talking about uh I wonder who the eighth string quarterback for Florida State is. And uh, you know, at what point do um, they just run the ball? I am uh I'm tweeting out like these guys are going to the transfer portal. They're not even gonna play in the conference championship game. I'm trying to stir some shit up. Uh realistically, I need Louisville like I need fucking air this uh this Saturday. <laughs> and it's not a good feeling when you have a school that just got beat by Kentucky. Yeah. Blew a massive lead to Kentucky or I say massive. They blew a lead to Kentucky in a pretty ugly game last week. It's not a good feeling when they're the fate of your destiny here but realistically i think it's i'm gonna keep it simple because i mean we've probably heard way too much about this sec champion gets in michigan will get in right if if iowa beats michigan hilarious might be one of the greatest games of college football history um yep. i think pac-12 champion gets in Taxes are Louisville, so unfortunately there's not enough spots for everybody. We're fighting for it. I really think that's how it's going to work. Yeah. yeah. I, I do hear the scenario where if Bama does win, then they might push Florida State out no matter what for Texas because the committee has been pretty consistent all year long of having Texas above Bama. What if that happens and instead of pushing, well, pushing Florida State and Texas out to Georgia and Bama both make it in? Well, I just don't think Georgia's in this, this uh, once again, and I think this needs to be reminded, yes, Georgia has been a powerhouse for the last two years. They have not lost the game yet. But we're judging it based off of this year. I'm having a very hard time saying they're a top four team if they don't win their SEC championship. Simply the way they played Georgia Tech, Vanderbilt. I'm blanking out on another school that kind of hung in there with them. I realistically think that that may not be the best four teams, and I, I think it's a fair statement. You can't give up 20 to Vanderbilt. You can't be into the fourth quarter with the potential chance to lose against Georgia Tech. I 
strongly feel the same way about Auburn hanging in with Bama. I'm I'm kind of like, hey, that team just got smoked by a non-power five school. Yeah, it's 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 hard for me to fathom that those are the best four teams. Uh, Texas had close games, but it were close games against bowl eligible teams and teams like we were injured. We didn't have a key quarterback. We had it. We were going to our backups for that. Yeah, uh, that that's my argument. There is like our worst games were with our second string team. And we have right. now gotten healthy for the last three weeks of the season. So I feel pretty good about it. I feel like we could hang in with the Georgia, the Bamas, the Michigan. I think we'd beat Michigan outright. I guarantee you we'd beat Oregon or Washington, whichever one comes our way. If we get that opportunity, I guarantee you we'd beat three out of those four teams in the conversation in the mix. Yeah, it's going to be a tough um, one to figure out um, because there's, you know, there's more than just one or two scenarios here. And um, I don't know. I mean, even Florida State, we don't know who's playing quarterback. Um, there's a lot of rumors coming from Tallahassee right now that our second string quarterback, uh, who's now our first, our first. Yeah, string. old Tater got bonked on the head pretty hard last week against Miami. That was well, we're, not Miami, Florida, but that was straight up target. I mean, it was it was targeting, but also it was on the play of the game. You know what I mean? Like if if we get that play, it's game over. Yeah. So it's like. On the one hand, I want to be like, yo, that guy is a fucking dirty player, like whatever. But also, on the other hand, it's like, it's the last play of the game and you're you're going in and fighting for every inch. I don't even, I don't blame him for taking the shot. It sucks the way it ended. I mean, I would, if I were watching the entire game, I would have called it just because the way they've been playing the entire game was kind of sleazy. Yeah. And this is a guy that had Florida plus six and a half. So, like, I mean, that was a game that I feel like we should, that Florida should have covered. But at the end of the day, the penalties really fucking got him. They were playing undisciplined football, and that was the death of Florida. And that's probably been the death of Florida all year long. Uh, I'm yeah. assuming Napier has one year left and he's gone. Yeah, uh, Florida has a brutal schedule, if I remember correctly, next year. I mean, yeah, they're coming into Austin at, sometime next year in October. So that'll be a fun one. Um, yeah, it's it's like <laughs> uh, I think it's maybe Florida and Michigan or Florida and Georgia. I remember just seeing like two schedules, and I was like, "What the hell?" Like that is uh, a murderer's row of scheduling. I think Michigan's because yes, they're adding on like the USC's, UCLA, Washington, Oregon's. But those are going to be pretty misleading. Like, they look tough now, but next year when Oregon has a new quarterback, Washington has a new quarterback for every team, they still have, I wouldn't say a cupcake schedule, but it'll be tougher than they had this year. Uh, Yeah. I'm actually, like, if you go in the future of 2024 UT football schedule, I'm pretty excited for it. I If we come out of that 11-1, and I would say we're at number one seed. That's how I think of a murder's row of our schedule. I'm actually pretty yeah. excited about that. Uh, we do get to play Tennessee next year, which is cool because we'll find out who the real UT is. Just good storylines for us going into the program. I'm, I'm pretty excited for college football. I think college football is in its peak. I, the transfer portals say the coaching carousel. I don't think there's a better soap opera. 
Agreed. Uh, we did see uh, already a lot of reports um, that uh, I, I swear I saw something in a there were schools approaching Drake May to get another year of eligibility or whatever and stay in college. You may have misread yeah. that. Uh, UNC got caught doing something, I guess, illegal based on NCAA standards, which is dumb because I don't think there's really any rules anymore. But in his junior year, <laughs> they bribed him to come back, and that's why he came back for senior year. So he will be, he will uh... be going to the draft. That that was the article. So yeah, I read that. Um, but everything from like Will Howard transferring, uh, the kid from Duke, most likely going to end up in North Notre Dame. Uh, DJ Ugalagalaya will probably ruin somebody else's uh, fucking college team. Uh, KJ Jefferson getting offered for $5 million to go somewhere else besides Arkansas. I think that yeah. is KJ Jefferson, a surprise, like your top transfer portal recruit. I think he's a stud. He's really? never had the talent around him. And the Washington State uh, quarterback. I don't know his name, but. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Uh, he's definitely. Uh, one if of you're those two schools and you're going to the Mountain West, you didn't sign up for that shit. Correct. Get out, go to a Power Four conference at this point and move on. Yeah. Well, speaking of moving on, I guess we can get into the slates here. Uh, <laughs> We have the first uh, game is actually today. Um, that is New Mexico State at number 24, Liberty Biberty. Uh, the, the funnest school to say. Um, minus 10.5 for Liberty here. Is that too many points? Question mark. Yeah, I've been a massive New Mexico State fan. I think I've picked them every single week, and I've gone 10 and 2 against the spread while picking New Mexico State. So. Like Vince Carter, I got one more in me. Give me New Mexico State plus ten and a half. I know a lot of the public is on that. I just yeah. it's hard for me. I, I'm a big conference USA guy. I think that I think New Mexico State's better than what the uh efficiencies and pay or I say that, but better than what the stats say. I think Liberty hasn't really been punched in the mouth this year, so I think they're kinda coasting. So like New Mexico State plus ten and a half, that would be my pick for this game. I also like the under on this. Under 57. I feel like this will be a little bit of a low-scoring game just because New Mexico State it does have a decent defense. I think they hang in there with them. Okay. I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, give me New Mexico State plus the points and a slight lean there on the under. Um, all right, next up, a big one. Uh, also later today, number five, Oregon. Number three, Washington. Um, I wonder, I don't know that I've ever seen a, a Pac-12 championship have two top five teams in it. Um, Oregon is favored by nine and a half here. Um, Washington beat them last time, right? That's Oregon's one loss. And yet Washington is a plus 300 money line. It's almost expected at this point, right? I mean, I think if we've ever paid attention to anything in college football, it is extremely hard to beat a team twice in one year. Um, it's very rarely does that ever happen. Uh, yeah. Utah did it last year. They beat USC, then beat them in the Pac-12 championship. And that was a very ugly blowout by Utah to put it on them. Personally, this is very emotional bet. So if you're listening to this, don't take this too seriously. Um, I will be on Washington and I bought it up to 10. 
So plus 10 minus like 125, 130. You're going to get that around there. I just don't want to live in a world where Oregon is in and UT is out when we have a Agreed. better resume. So I will be very big Husky guy today. Um, yes, I mean, I still think Oregon wins, but I would love to see Washington just wax Oregon one more time. Um, yeah, I've never had any hate towards Oregon in my life. Now I fucking can't stand them. I think they're the dumbest fucking fan base alive. Um, I do think if there's a real edge here, because there is a low number on my book that I'm kind of like, all right, that's too low for me. I might have to take it. First half. Oregon minus six and a half. I'm sorry, it's five on five and a half on mine. Wonder if something's going on there. I might take that because I can't see Oregon being up a touchdown tonight. Don't hate that at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, minus five and a half is minus 110. Yeah. That's not, that's not bad. Uh, minus two and a half is minus 180. Uh, also a decent play there. Interesting. All right. That's actually not uh, a bad one. Yeah, that's you're really basically saying, hey, they're going to win the first half. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So uh, next up, there is Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks, I believe, uh, versus Toledo. Toledo is favored by seven and a half. Over under 43 and a half. Uh, do you have anything for this game? I love the MAC championship. It's a damn shame I'm not going to be able to watch it this year. I will lean Miami of Ohio plus seven and a half. These games typically are close. They're usually dog heavy. It's been the outcome of this game. So I will go Miami of Ohio. And to quote one of my buddies that is a MACTION alum, he said, Never fear Toledo and never respect Kent State. So I will go by those words. Give me Miami of Ohio. <laughs> okay. Nice. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, the big one uh, tomorrow at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. OK State, the Van Gundy's uh, versus Texas. Uh, I noticed uh, Sar- Sark did not get any Coach of the Year votes in the Big 12. Any, any animosity about that part there? No, I mean, when you're expected to win the whole goddamn thing from the preseason on, it's kind of hard to have. It, yeah, it, it's it's kind of an expectation thing. It's kind of like Mike Trout when he does something amazing. You're kind of like, yeah, but you do that all the time, so we're not going to give you MVP. I get it. <laughs> True. It's a thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, Oklahoma State was pre-ranked to go 10th in this conference. Oh, wow. I get it. I, I think Gundy has done a great job. I think Gundy is a great coach. I think Oklahoma State is the future of the Big 12. I will say the Big 12 runs through Stillwater for the next years to come. I think Utah and Oklahoma State will be a fun little new rivalry we get to witness because both of those fields and home are home arenas are stiff shit. I'm fucking stuttering all of my words here. But yeah, both of those home field advantages are insane. If you haven't been to Stillwater in your life, Take a couple Advil, your head's gonna hurt. It same with Utah. It, it, those are both incredible places to play. That said, just to kind of give you my pick on the game, uh, Texas team total is thirty four and a half at minus one thirty on my book. I will gladly take that. I have a feeling we are gonna run up some fucking scores here. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I do like the slight lean there on the some those over team totals and over on the game. Um, and otherwise, yeah, I'll, I'll stick with Texas. I think maybe winning uh, closer than they like one, but Texas still prevails. Uh, would be yeah, my- 14 and a half is kind of an ugly number to discuss and talk about because it's a good win. I think a quality win, or I'd say technically a blowout would be to win by two touchdowns, right? Right. I mean, so yeah, I, I feel like that'd be awesome if we covered it, but if we win by 14 instead of 15, I mean, I don't think the committee looks at that any different. I don't think anything like that. I will say, uh, the last time Alan Bowman played us, we put up 70 on him. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Uh, I'm not sure if you've also seen it on the Twitter world, but uh, look up the uh, Oklahoma State uh, fraternity prank. Okay. There is some felonies about to happen and uh, some criminal cases coming up. Oh, boy. Not a good look for Oklahoma State. Maybe some sort of bulletin material for the Longhorns. I don't know if the players even look at that, but it is not a... It's not good when other schools are like, hey, you may have crossed the line, my man. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, also, tomorrow at noon, Richmond at Albany. Albany minus seven and a half. Uh, I don't think we've even said the word Albany uh, this entire year. Um, well, because I think this is the Division Two playoffs here, or FCS playoffs here, so I don't think we've talked about FCS schools at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that shows up uh, on the Hard Rock one. Here, I'll switch to the other one. Their okay. next game is uh, Boise State, State at, at UNLV, UNLV or, which is located in Vegas. UNLV is a plus two and a half home dog or dog at this point, and I guess it's a neutral side. UNLV very much like uh, New Mexico State, one of the best against the spread records this year. I. Can't help but just take the dog in this game. Yeah. The and two and team, a half. Better, record, better everything. Two and a half, it's real easy to get uh, that up to like three, three and a half and feel yeah. much more confident. Um, okay. Yeah, that would be my pick uh, there. Maybe a slight lean on the under uh, for me. Uh, 60 and a half feels a little high for like, I don't know. I just feel like Boise State hasn't been lightening up this year. So unless yeah, UNLV and- drops 40. I hate to be this guy because, like, I think uh, Sunday morning when the lines came out, I just jumped on a few. The line has definitely moved in Boise State's favor because I think they were favored by, like, three or four. Now it's at two and a half. So the line is moving. I still like UNLV. I actually put them in a teaser here. Uh, and I'm going to just kind of go through that real quick. Okay. I have Miami of Ohio at plus 14 and UNLV plus nine. Bought it to six and a half, so that's my little two-unit teaser there. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, uh, and that's just a, a standard two uh, six-point teaser? Yep. Now, the lines have changed probably since I've placed it, so sorry if this is too late. You might get a little bit of a jump there, but I, I like the teaser there at that point. Okay. Um, all right, uh, next up, we got SMU at Tulane. Tulane is favored by three points. Um, it is in New Orleans, right there in uh, Tulane's uh, backyard. Um, what do you got for this one? Yeah, this is potentially for something bigger than just a American Conference Championship here. This is for who gets the actual New Year's Six Bowl. So I will 
definitely go with Tulane minus three. It's in their own state. I think SMU will be decent in the future once they're ACC. I think they'll get a lot more recruits that way. But I think this is a Tulane game. Tulane minus three, that is my pick. I also don't hate the Tulane team total over 25 and a half. Usually when SMU and Tulane play, these are high-scoring teams. Over 47 seems a little low for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I like, I like the uh, over – it's like 46 and a half, what I'm looking at here. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, next up, uh, one of the big ones, uh, Georgia at Bama. What do you got for it? So I got this back when it was at six. So I, I'm on Bama plus six. It's at four and a half. I normally would say take the plus four and a half with Bama, but I'm reading more and more into it. I think the last time that Bama was an underdog against Georgia in the SEC championship, I think Georgia beat them by like 30, and I wasn't even close. I also am kind of bearish on Bama itself. I really feel like this is one of the weaker years of the SEC. I don't really give a shit what rankings say. If you look at all the defensive efficiencies and offensive efficiencies and like the strength of schedule by every team, this is no better than any Pac-12 team. Respectfully. Like, I mean, these are, this has been a down year for the SEC for the middle of the pack. So they've gone up against some kind of bullshit games. Yeah. Um, Official pick, I'm I'm on Alabama plus six and a half. I personally would hedge out of that if you got it there, maybe get I Georgia's gonna win this game. George's gonna win this game. Bam, it might keep it close. That's that's my pick here. I'm not really making an official pick based on the lines today. Gotcha. Um yeah, let me see here. Uh So you can do first half under 30.5 for minus 150. And I kind of wouldn't mind that. I don't hate um, that at all game. based on the way these two teams are playing. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Jalen Milrow screaming, give me the Heisman from a guy that got benched halfway through the year? <laughs> uh, is he eligible to play again next year? Could he be, be talking about that, or just uh, maybe? Maybe he's a really funny guy. Yeah, um, that was probably one of the more embarrassing parts of that game. Um, yeah, if Auburn could have just fucking defended a fourth and thirty-two, I don't think there'd be too much of a controversy going into this. No, 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 no not at all. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, uh, the big one for me, Louisville, Florida State. Florida State, um, is, this game is off on some books, but I do see it here on the Hard Rock. Uh, minus one and a half. Um, that line is dropping. Yes. If you are like wanting to bet Florida State, I would wait till about an hour before kickoff tomorrow. Yep. Um, uh, I do have an actual pick on this quarterback or no quarterback, whoever's playing out there. Um, first half under 24 and a half. Okay. I believe it's still at that number. I got it at under 26 when it started and it continued to drop. I fucking love that. Uh, these are two teams that if you've watched the last, I don't know, four weeks of Florida state football, 
they have not scored a lot of points. No. Nope. <laughs> Look at and we, we just got ourselves a little Twitter mention about the ACC championship. I don't know how he's listened to this live, but one of our <laughs> listeners said he likes the under for the ACC CCCG game. Yeah. Um, we got uh, Florida State, who has been really, really tough to score points on in the second half as well. Um, so, depending upon the action, let's just say, you know, the worst case is, you know, the first quarter starts out with some fireworks. That might be a time to live bet the under if you're getting it in the 55 plus range. If mm. somehow, you know, there are some touchdowns uh, scored um, on there. But I do, I do think. It should be like a thirteen to seven game at the half, and yeah, one hundred percent. And then you'll see what happens there in in the second half. Um, I, I don't know. I'm a little. I've watched both of your guys. Your kickers are pretty fluky. I can see some extra field goals or missed field goals going into this first half. Uh yeah, uh I mean we typically this year I feel like we've been played it pretty safe. I don't think. Fitzgerald has missed a, a ton of kicks, but I think also a lot of times once it gets into the 40 plus range, we'll just go for it on fourth down. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily just our, our mindset or if they don't trust um, Fitzgerald as much as like, you know, some of our previous uh, golden kickers. I feel like FSU doesn't get enough credit for being like basically kicker university. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, Brock Glenn, uh, there's a lot of kind of weird excitement, you know? Uh, I mean, we're still just as anxious as we were with uh, Tate. Um, but um, I think Brock brings a different element to it. Um, and, you know, if we get just a, a B minus out of a, our quarterback play, I think we're still a much better team than Louisville, and we should between our defense, our running backs, our receivers, we should be able to pull this one out. So, and Speaking of which, uh, this game is going to be wet, nasty, rain. It's in Charlotte, North Carolina. They're, they're going to play where the Panthers play, so maybe uh, Brock gets some uh, Bryce Young mojo into him. Yeah, well, hopefully not this year, Bryce. Get some college Bryce Young mojo getting to him. Um, I see right. what I said. Uh, next up, uh, another defensive uh, matchup here, uh, Michigan-Iowa. Uh, Iowa fa- or gets 21.5 points, which is, you know, a lot for a championship game. Uh, also, over 34.5 is like one of the highest <laughs> Iowa overs for the year. Um, what do you got here? Uh, this is a deja vu moment for me from last year, clearly. Um there's been a lot to talk about how great Iowa's defense is. The thing is, I don't think Iowa's played like a real school. I yeah. will take Michigan's team total over 28 and a half. I will take the over 35 and a, or 34 and a half. I will not touch the spread. I think everything I said says I should probably go Michigan minus 22. But I think I have two bets on there on the over and the team total for Michigan, so that should be good enough. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just don't see Iowa getting it done when they can't really compute, complete a pass. And, yeah. you know, Michigan has a, a fairly decent offense. 
that should be able to put up, I don't know, 24 Do points. Do you feel and... like uh, Cade McNamara being, not necessarily playing, but being a former Michigan guy last year, sharing any kind of information and news or things like that about them helps Iowa in any way? Um, <laughs> no, because, you know, if that's the case, then whatever Michigan does well, he should have brought with them. I mean, to be fair, Iowa looked a little bit better with, with him when they had him uh, in there. Um, but no, I just don't see it. Michigan would have to really, really, really fumble the bag for this to be a, a fairly close game. If Michigan uh, loses, no Big Ten team gets in, right? No. Awesome. No. Nope. Glad we agree on that. I is that, is, that... Is, what's the scenario where Florida State and Texas both get in? It's if Michigan has to lose, and maybe even lose. I think Michigan has to lose. <laughs> Georgia has to lose, and whoever wins the Pac-12 gets in. And that's a weird one because it's going to be on the lines of, like, does an SEC school not get in because they both have no. a lot? They would, they would, they're going to keep Georgia. If Georgia loses, Georgia's staying in the top four. I don't think Georgia's Unless staying in the top four, dude. We'll see. If they lose, they're out. It's pretty cut and dry. I don't know. Old uh, fine mom and all those uh, shady backdoor handshakes. Uh, Dude, I never. SEC never know championship will be in. That is how it's going to work. If Georgia loses, they're not in. Because okay. the committee's been pretty committed to having Texas above Bama at all aspects of this fucking thing because of that 10 point victory in Tuscaloosa. That I is mean, right now the biggest win that's fucking everybody up. If the committee had the courage, they would just uh, throw Colorado in, but give the people what they want. I think you have to be bowl eligible to be uh, qualified. Is that a rule? Come on, we can we can get past that. But uh, okay, all right. Uh, well, last up, uh, we have our. Uh, I mean, it's still for a little bit, but uh, I don't know what you call this—the uh, Armed Forces uh, Championship. Uh, you know, Army Navy uh, game. Army Navy. Uh, you know, just the what? simple two teams playing against each other. Yeah, the same one every year. Oh, it's not even their their. They don't have a championship. I don't know. No, how No, they works. just play the last game of the year. That's that's the thing. Oh, so essentially, it's more like the first bowl game. Thing. No, it's like it's like the no, rivalry game. They take they take time off. Uh, it's real simple here. We take the fucking under in military games. It's 29 and a half. That's too high. No, that can't be too high. Also, how is Air Force? Oh, never mind. Again, I keep thinking this is a championship game. <laughs> this is a regular season, yearly, traditional game that's been going on for thousands and thousands of years. Mm, okay. Before Christ, uh, Army Navy been playing. Uh, slight lead here on Army? Question mark? Under 29 and a half. It is too high. Oh, boy. Okay. Got some uh, Iowa, maybe the Iowa players when they get done will tune in for this the one. Military games under is like 85% under. I don't even think about it. I just fucking do it. I take the under and I hope for good defense or just terrible football. 
well, you definitely could see both of those things. Um, I think it okay. went 14 straight years under, and then last year, uh, Fago, a fullback, scored two touchdowns and hit the over. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Moving on to some NFL action here. It's been a while since uh, we've predicted or gambled on some NFL here on the recording. What I do you know. got up first? Uh, I got card stealers. Is first on mine. Actually, let's go. Actually, no, I, I think I know which one is your Chargers Patriots is the first on yours. Sure. We could do either one. Okay. They're both up there. Uh, uh, Chargers Patriots. Uh, Chargers minus five and a half uh, point favorites uh, against the Patriots here. I kind of like the Patriots with the points. Yeah, I don't usually bet minus five and a half. I think that's against my religion. Um, I will take the Los Angeles Chargers money line. And since you already said the game, I'm parlaying them with the Pittsburgh Steelers money line. So both of those together equal to plus 100. I like the Steelers at home. And I'm sorry, going off base here. I like the Steelers at home. The The non-Mac Canada offense is looking pretty good. If we're going back to the Charger Patriots game, I feel like the Patriots defense is really good. But how long can they stay on the field to where they, Justin Herbert doesn't just start picking them apart? So I yeah. do feel like the Chargers will win outright. The Steelers will win outright. I'm not touching the spreads on either of those because those are both ugly spreads I don't like to touch. Yeah, you're probably right on that. Uh, I don't know. I, I lean towards the Patriots with the points here. I think Belichick wants to win at all costs. And the Chargers, if this game is even remotely close at halftime, they know that they if they give up, Staley's being fired. Does um, he want to beat his future team just so he can have better draft positioning? Good question. I don't know. Um, Solid angle to look at. Bill Belichick's already been getting a handshake deal with the uh, Chargers. Yeah, but we've also lots of Chargers to lose, right? Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, And yeah, and also screw over the team that's going to be pushing him out at the same time. Um, Yeah, okay. Um, Also, all the Chargers wide receivers are hurt. I think it is, uh, if you're looking at DraftKings, uh, Gerald Everett is going to be a very uh, spicy uh, uh, addition. I would see him highly drafted uh, for this weekend. Um, All right. Uh, Next up, we got the Detroit Lions, future Super Bowl winners, uh, playing in New Orleans at the Saints. Uh, Saints are getting four points at home. Is that too much? It might be. This is a very debatable game as well that I'm kind of like, I don't necessarily like betting four and a half as well. The Lions offenses look pretty piss poor. They should have lost to the Bears, but I think the Bears did what they do. They tanked. Uh, they looked terrible against the Packers team that has not been playing well all year. They, they have been playing well the last two weeks, but like full product, we don't know what they are yet. And they got absolutely embarrassed at home on Thanksgiving. I would expect a bounce-back game from Detroit. Yeah. I don't like betting against the Saints with just a slim chance that, like, Jameis might actually play. I feel terrible every time I do it. I'll probably stay away. If anything, I like the over 46 in this game. Okay. Um, Yeah. I kind of do like that over as well, even though at some points these defenses have looked good. I feel like when you throw these two teams out, you know, this is the uh, 
It's going to be the one with lots of trick plays and all sorts of different things. And Derek Carr is literally playing for his job. Um, and uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next up, I got the Falcons and the Jets. Atlanta uh, favored by two points at the Jets. Um, kind of a weird, weird game. Um, I don't really know what to expect. Not one you minus, see often. Yeah, minus two by the Falcons kind of feels right. Um, I don't believe in the Jets. I don't really believe in the Falcons. <laughs> I'm not going to be betting on this game. However, the over-under is 33.5, which is very low for NFL. Yeah, Jets defense is still fucking deadly. It, it's crazy enough. It is one of like the highest points of that. I, it's impressive how long they've played with such a shitty offense on defense. You know what I'm saying? Like The amount of time they've been on defense and still be efficient is pretty incredible. That needs to be celebrated in just this league of negativity. That said, I feel like the Falcons figured something out last week. Yeah. That offense looked damn near unstoppable with Bijan. Bijan's out of the doghouse. Not sure what he did to piss Arthur Smith off those last four weeks, but he's back. I have the Falcons minus one and a half. I will probably continue with that. I like Falcons money line minus 130. Yeah, those are, I'm on the Falcons. Okay. Um, Uh, sorry, I got caught up there. Um, all right, Cardinals, Steelers, you talked briefly on it. You like the Steelers. Uh, the money line is minus 250, which isn't, you know, uh, the greatest, but um, I don't know that I trust them enough to cover five and a half points, but I do think if they you win. parlay them with the Chargers, because I think both of those teams should win, you'll get it at plus 100 or plus or minus 105. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, next up, Colts and Titans. Uh, must win for the Titans. Uh, pretty close to a must win for the Colts. Um, no Jonathan Taylor for the Colts. Colts are favored by one in Tennessee. Um, what do you got for this? Titans at home have been a different beast. Anytime they're on the road, they've been absolutely terrible. But for some reason at home, they look like an actual complete NFL team. I think yep. the Colts are a little high right now. I think that's why they're favored. I will take the value play here and take the Titans money line plus 100. Okay. Um, let's see what else we got here. Yeah, I kind of like the Titans as well there. Um, it's plus one. I'm probably more of a teaser option for me. I want to get it into yeah. plus four to plus seven range um, to feel better about it. But okay. Um, all right. Next up, Miami Dolphins at the Washington Sam Howells. Uh, kind of love the over here. Um, commanders play fast, loose, and reckless. Um, and the Dolphins play fast and loose. Um, so, um, I think this could be a high scoring game. Obviously, uh, I lean towards Dolphins minus nine and a half. I don't know about you. I don't. I'm actually not going to touch this game because the Dolphins have not been playing well as of late. The last two weeks, they did not cover. Or I think they mm -hmm. covered against the Jets, but I wasn't really highly impressed with that. They look terrible against the Raiders. I feel like Commanders Raiders are pretty equal. And as crazy as that sounds. Um Commander's defense has done decent against and I'm maybe I'm just drunk right now or something. I haven't just double checking my words here. Nope, they've been playing pretty shitty too. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, what? <laughs> they just traded away um, Montez I'm Sweat. I'm still thinking of the Eagles games that they almost beat them in both games where I'm like, 
loose commander scene might be decent. I'm not touching it either way. I think that high, that spread is too high for me to actually enjoy and love. I what if you did uh, game at all? Uh, seven point teaser, and you get dolphins uh, minus two and a half. I mean, that's fairly tasty as far as they come. Um, I don't know. Uh, I lean. I don't mind that even the minus nine and a half. I think dolphins are going to win by at least two scores, and I do think the over. Um, it's definitely a play here. The over seems really low to me, um, to be honest, but we shall see. Um, all right. Broncos, Texans, Texans minus three at home. Where are you leaning? Texans have been playing some good ball lately. So is the Broncos. Um, if I had to pick one here, it'd probably be Broncos with the hook plus three and a half. I feel yep. like the tie- that this will be a close game and it will come down to the end for a field goal. Um. Yeah, no. Last week's Texans game. I mean, if you, they just fired their kicker, so I'm not sure who their kicker is anymore. I mean, Stroud has been playing lights out. He's so much fun to watch. I would like to remind everybody that I said Stroud over Bryce Young in the draft podcast, just to say I was right again. Yes, but I will be taking Broncos plus three and a half just as a pick. Give me the hook. That's that's our direction I'm leaning here. I think it'll be a lot closer than expected. Okay. Uh, next, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home getting Bryce Young and the Panthers. Minus five and a half is the spread. Over under only 36 and a half. Sorry for those who just hear my daughter in the hair in the background. That's um, all good. I think she agrees with me on my next pick here. <laughs> okay. What do you got? Give me the Panthers money line plus 205. Have you watched any of the Panthers games uh, recently? Because I unfortunately have. And there's not an NFL team I would put money on them against after watching them the last couple weeks here. I am a firm believer of interim head coach first game back. Give me the Panthers money line plus 205. That is correct. You are consistent uh, with your interim head coach theory there. I'm so confident in this. (laughs) <laughs> it is my survivor pick oh no way no way are you going Panthers in survivor I'm going Panthers in survivor you know why because I can see everybody else's and they're on the bucks one of us is going to die I'm squid gaming this bitch <laughs> okay uh, bold strategy Cotton Let's. Uh, by the see way the I have no one. strikes left and I've played probably the riskiest survivor game of my life I don't think anybody else has had the Jets, the Bears, and the Raiders all in three consecutive weeks. So I'm feeling pretty fucking squirrely. I still have the 49ers, the Cowboys, and the Eagles left. So if I get it through this week, it's fucking over. Yeah, okay. Well, good luck to you on that one. Um, Yeah, five and a half is a little too much for me. If I needed to, I would either tease that with the Bucks or maybe go money line. In a parlay, but um, all right. Next up, the probably game of the week: 49ers and Eagles. Eagles are actually underdogs somehow at home, uh, getting three points. Um, what do you got with this one? That makes total sense. I, I, I am now after watching this year of football. I am a full believer in that this whole thing's fucking rigged. Just the NFL. No other sport. I felt that there's a rigging going on. 
I do feel as if this is a key game for the playoff seeding here in the future. I think the 49ers win by a field goal. They should cover that two and a half. This is a very healthy 49ers team. If Trent Williams was out, of course I'm taking the Eagles no matter what the spread is because I think that's that big difference. Eagles have been playing very, very close and kind of ugly games. 49ers have been just fucking pounding people out. I love the 49ers. Yeah. Minus two and a half. I feel like this is a massive revenge game from last NFC Championship. I think this is literally kind of in college when you show the score of like the team that beat you last year in your gym for 365. I think this is their same thing. I think they circled this once the schedule came out. Yeah. Um, you know, the Eagles have been rising to the occasion every time. Um, but I like the 49ers in this matchup against them. I think the 49ers do everything fairly well. And the only thing the Eagles don't do very well is defend the pass. Um, so I love uh, maybe a Brock Purdy, Ayuk stack in DK this week. Um, uh-huh. And uh, I will obviously be looking at the props as well for Kittle, for Ayuk, maybe even for Devo. Um, uh, and... I don't know. It should be a fun one. I don't think I'll have a, a ton of action unless I'm just sitting there literally watching the game live. But um, I don't know if yeah, there's a problem with this chat. But this is where I might be a little crazy here. I would like to bet that Christian McCaffrey has a passing touchdown. Interesting. Um, I don't know because you can do any time. You can do first. You can do last. If there's a way where I can say a third person is going to make a, or there's going to be more than two people that throw a pass, I would take that bet because I know they have it for the Super Bowl. I don't think they'll have it for like a regular game. Correct. I love, I love the thought of the 49ers going out there because I mean Mike Shanahan, or yeah, he's a offensive guru. I can imagine a play is drawn up so Christian McCaffrey can throw a passing touchdown just so they could say, "Hey, we beat you with no quarterback." for like some kind of memory of last year, if anything. Gotcha. Yeah. Could be. Um all right. Uh next up we got the Cleveland Joe Flacco's this week. Uh at the Rams. Uh Rams obviously must win for them. Uh Rams are favored by I last I saw yesterday afternoon he was intended to be the starter. No Um, fucking way. Which uh, another stat I saw, uh, shout out to Twitter. I don't know exactly who posted this, but um, Elijah Moore and Joe Flacco is kind of like a weirdly great combo. Um, so from a uh, from a parlay uh, uh, prop parlay um, and a possible uh, DK uh, play that if you need Elijah Moore might be a good option for you guys. Otherwise, I mean, it's just been tough to really figure out the Rams this year. You know, they, they start to look great at the beginning. Obviously, Cup gets hurt. And now they're just kind of stuck in no man's land. Um, the Browns, meanwhile, like, I mean, this would be a huge win if they can go in with Flacco and uh, pull it out here. Um, I guess the only thing I, I maybe, I don't know. I don't think Flacco is going to put up 30 points. So I don't know how I feel about this over under. I kind of feel like maybe the under 40 and a half is the play here. 
I like that as well. Uh, scary thing is, is I think the Rams have it. I mean, they looked really good against the Cardinals. Browns defense a lot better. Browns got fucking cooked last week by the Broncos. Um, you know what? For fucking giggles, I'll take the under with you there at 40 and a half. I feel good about it. I'll fall for the trap again. It's a trap. Um, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Sunday night football. We got Chiefs at the Packers. I have no idea if Taylor Swift is going to be there. Don't ask me. Um, I know Travis Kelsey will be there. Uh, Chiefs Travis are, Kelsey will be there, and I think that's more important. I mean, just slightly. But, uh, yeah, uh, Chiefs minus six at Lambeau. Kind of feels like the, you just never know what Packers team is going to show up. Um, and the Chiefs are always going to be that same team that just comes out there and just hangs around, hangs around. Mahomes makes the plays. I feel like it might be almost too many points. It's like right there on that. On that, if it was like seven, I'd probably lean Packers. But I don't know. What do you got for this one? Bookmakers are good. They make it really hard to fucking pick. Um, I will do this because I feel like it's necessary. I will. Hear me out. I'll do this for you. Give me oh boy. two seconds. Where's the game? Where's the game? I will do a teaser. I'll tease down the Chiefs. We're okay. basically making the pick them. Yep. And then, where's the fucking game? Add an extra six points to the Panthers. So it'd be 11 and a half Panthers plus 11 and a half. And then, um, pick them for the chiefs. That'll be my play there. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't, I definitely like that. Um, that's a pretty uh, attractive option there. And, uh, yeah, I think the chiefs are built to go into Lambeau and win. Um, and then, yeah, give me some more points. It's going to take the Panthers, but it's going to be taking some more points. So, I'm sure you can um, pick cool. anything that has five plus five or plus six, anything like that to drop it down. Yeah, I fine. mean, the, the Titans, I would love that um, on that line. The Dolphins, I wouldn't mind it as well. So, If you want to get um, crazy, go to your oh next boy. Thursday night game and just have – or the Monday night game and just have uh, the Panthers or Jaguars to two and a half with the Packers or Chiefs minus pick them. Yeah, I don't hate that Chiefs either. Chiefs pick them, Monday night game, you take the Jaguars minus two and a half. Yep, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, all right, that leads to the Monday night game. Bengals at the Jags. Uh, Duval County is favored by eight and a half uh, currently against the Bengals. Uh, over under 38 and a half. What do you got for this? Yeah. Gutsy win by the Jaguars last week. I think the refs were on their side a little bit too much, but other than that, I'm pretty anti-Bengals offense going forward. Uh, the Browning kid sucks. Uh, by the way, he was in the college football playoff with Washington way back when. Um, not sure if they talked about that on the broadcast. They were talking about his fucking eating habits the entire <laughs> game, but not that. I was kind of like disgusted listening to it. Guy wow. only eats uh, meat. And honey, and I think like salt on his, and that's all he's eaten for like a year. So it's kind of like, uh, you need better fucking facts about these guys. 
Like, I don't know. He was a four star out of high school. He's been uh, anything is better than that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I like uh, the Jaguars minus eight and a half. Realistically, I think they just get fucking pummeled. But I do like that teaser with the Chiefs pick them and the Jaguars minus two and a half. OK. Nice. Um, yeah, I like um, this might be a, a same game teaser for me. Take Jags to two and a half so takes. I'd actually go over 32 and a half um, and feel pretty good about that. I think the Bengals can get to like 13 points against the Jaguars and the Jags score 21. Um, okay. Um, all right. That's all we got for NFL. You have any other uh, fun ones you're looking at for this weekend? Yeah, we got college basketball. So hopefully I can get this up pretty quick so y'all can take these bets. Uh, probably game of the night, game of the year, UConn and Kansas. It is in Lawrence. I see a ton of money going on Kansas. I will be on UConn plus three. If you wait a little longer, it might even go up to three and a half, four. I don't think it's going to go lower, if anything, right? Um, so reason why I like that is, honestly, I, I go by Ken Palm's stats. I think that's been why I've been so damn good at college basketball the last couple of years. Um, yeah. Connecticut defensive efficiency is, like, ranked third. Kansas is ranked like 10th, which is still really good for both teams, but it really comes down to the offense efficiencies. Connecticut scores every time they have a possession. I don't think there's a team worse than them. I think they're first in that. Very undervalued, underrated. I like the style of play that Connecticut has over Kansas. I do see like, hey, there is a possibility Kansas can't win this game, but it's not going to be by more than three points. This will be a very fun game to watch. It's at 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN2, so definitely put that on your radar tonight if you got nothing else. Maybe if the Pac-12 championship sucks, put that on. You'll enjoy it. Nice. Uh, next thing that I fucking love, Houston at Xavier. Uh, Sean Allen's team fucking is dog shit. This Xavier team is not good. Houston is incredible. On defense. That said, I love the under at 140. That is extremely high for this type of matchup. I would easily go with the under there. I'm a little scared about taking Houston. I think it's at 10. Correct me if I'm wrong there. That might be too many points because Houston does play an extremely slow rate. So that is my pick there. Uh, next up that I like, Purdue minus seven i believe is a spread let me know if i'm incorrect there i'm going off of what i did last night trying to find it my fucking computer. yeah um i got purdue here favorite by five and a half five and a half now so it is dropping i think purdue is going to win the college championship this year i think that is the best team um Northwestern, they did. Northwestern did upset Purdue last year in Northwestern. I'm not really too worried about that revenge factor there. I, or a revenge game or anything like that. I think Purdue's just overall a better team. So I will mm -hmm. take Purdue minus five and a half to make my life a little bit easier. Um, okay. The thing I do like, because I've just talked about these two teams, I love Houston to win money line. And parlay that with Purdue, you should get that around one minus one twenty one thirty somewhere around that ballpark. Okay, yeah, uh, that's a minus four hundred. And you said with Purdue money line, 
Purdue money line and Houston money line. If you combo those two together, you should get anywhere around minus 130, 120, somewhere around there. At least it was last night. Uh, let me check on that. I think that is a little might stupid. be a little higher now. I think I think Houston jumped up. Um Purdue gets you oh no, minus one thirty. That's not bad at all. Yeah. No, I really like that as a play tonight. I have a few units on that as well. Um, next thing up, we have the okay. College of Charlestown and Liberty Liberty playing against each other. I this should and if you can't find it, it's on your either your, your extra events or anything like that. I expect this game to go pretty high. Both of these teams have really bad defensive fucking rankings here, but decent offensive rankings, right? So that is a expectation of both of these teams can score around 70 points each. I think it easily goes over the 145 mark. Okay. Um, Go ahead and place that one. Okay. Anything else? Uh, Getting a little chalky here. Sorry if y'all don't like it. Indiana minus three at Indiana. That's going to be a tough barn to play for Maryland. I'm not a big Maryland guy this year. I'm not a big Big Ten basketball unless you're Purdue. I think the rest of those kind of – this is kind of a mediocre thing, but I like the home field advantage or home court advantage here at Indiana. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Not a massive slate today just because I think there's two marquee games, so they want everybody to focus on that. Yeah. that's That's all I got. I mean – not too much. If anything, I have a slight lean on. Nope, I don't. That's too many points. I don't hate Mercer plus 14 against Georgia. Georgia's not that good of a basketball program. I know they just beat Florida State, but that's. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. That's ever since uh, Home Slice fucking left, they've been pretty shitty since. And True. he's not done too great in the NBA. I'm blanking out on his name already. Uh, um, the guy in Toronto, Scotty Barnes. No, that's Florida State. I'm Georgia. Oh, is it Anthony Edwards? Is it Anthony Edwards? The Ant Man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ever since he's gone, they have not been good. Um. I mean, they were actually only okay within even. (laughs) Yeah, I think they made the first round. If anything, and then just fucking fell apart. Um. I got a. uh, I got a little college parlay for you. Uh, I got Houston, uh, minus eight and a half. Indiana, minus two and a half. And, uh, oh my gosh, toddler is being a toddler today. Uh, and the over 148 and a half, Kansas, UConn, uh, pays up six to one. Pretty deep that option. might be a little high for them, but be careful on that one. Maybe uh, hedge as you go through, because that's a later game. Um, yeah. One last one, Bethune-Cookman. Minus one against Incarnate Ward. That is a San Antonio basketball team that is full of lifetime fitness members that play basketball. So I do like Bethune-Cookman to actually win that game outright. Okay, cool. Well, um, that's all we got for uh, today's episode. Um, Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe, hit us up on the interwebs. Follow the Twitter or X uh, for all of our late breaking plays. Uh, and uh, I think that here in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have like a mailbag episode. So send us your questions, comments, anything like that. We will read them live here on the air.
Also, and feel then, free to reach out to us. We are a part of the Geeky Sports Discord. We have all of our VIP plays there. It's only 15 bucks a month. You're losing money if you're not in it. We have several handicappers in here making all kinds of money. If you want something to follow, reach out to us. We can help you get a part of that. Yep. And uh, other than that, we will see you guys here uh, in a couple of days. Uh, good luck this weekend to you, Jordan. Uh, hopefully we get that dream scenario next to Florida. Hopefully. Hopefully. So. I don't think it's going to happen. I think one of us is going to be very upset Sunday morning. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's all we got. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. All righty. Peace.